Hallelujah. Again, um, this is your pastor, Mark, and I thank God for your life. Today, God has made it able for us to meet again. And today, what I want to share with you is on what gifts do you bring? What gifts do you bring? Before I start, or before I go into this wonderful short sermon, we know that gifts are nice things that we all like to receive. Um, I feel happy when someone gives me something as a gift. And I, sometimes I don't trade it for anything. I don't give it out. If even it doesn't suit me, I put it as a random or put it as a place where I will look at it and be glad and say, ha, I got this thing from this person. I got this thing from this person. So maybe when time elapses and I feel that I cannot use it, but I have to also pass it on, pay it forward to someone, someone else, I do that. I also pay it forward. But in the Bible, we know that there have been instances that when men receive gifts, men gave gifts to God. We can look in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 13, when Cain offered gifts unto God as a sacrifice. Abel also offered gifts unto God as a sacrifice. Also, we can also look into the Bible and see when King Solomon offered a thousand burnt offering unto God and the glory of God came into the temple. He offered a burnt offering, a thousand burnt offering. He sacrificed unto God. He gave gifts to God. And it can be found in 1 Kings 3, chapter 4 to 28. What gift do you bring? Let us pray. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for today that we may know our gifts and how we need to use them and why we need to use them and when we need to use them. And to you only that we may present it unto you. May you give us insight into this word so that we may live our lives to offer our gifts daily to you. Give us your strength. Speak through me, O Lord. May your spirit speak through me to your people. May your word bless their lives and change them and change us from grace to grace, from better to best, and from your glory into a higher glory of yours. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want us to read something in the Bible, a whole verse, and we've all heard this verse before, or this, Word before, 
It's in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. And to just step in a little bit, it's when the wise men were looking for Jesus Christ. They were seeking for Jesus Christ because the Savior has been born. And they wanted to give gifts unto him because he, the Savior, is a gift to mankind. And they wanted to pay honor, homage unto him. So let's read Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, downwards. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Maggie from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born? King to the Jews, for we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him, gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophets. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Mari and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me, so that I too may come and worship him. After hearing the king, they went their way, and the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. And we all say, Church, thanks be to God. The Maggie or the wise men. When we were little kids, we usually say that the three wise men. But when we grew up and read the Bible for ourselves, we got to know that there were not three wise men, but their gifts were three gold, frankincense, and men. So people thought they were three. But these were wise men. Wise men, we don't know the number. 
but man means there are many, there are more than one and can be even more than the number three. They went in search of the Savior who was born, followed the star, and was placed where they were. But before that, they got lost. They got lost in finding where their gifts need to be presented. They found themselves in the kingdom or in the home or in the palace or the castle of King Herod. But they knew that the gifts that they were carrying were not for King Herod. So they needed to go back, they needed to find out, they needed to seek. But they kept on following the star. They kept on following the star till they arrived at the place where the Savior was. And when they arrived there, they bowed. They bowed and worshipped the Savior and gave him the gifts of gold, fantasize, and myrrh. Okay, let me digress a little bit. God has placed in each of us here, everyone listening to me, gifts. Gifts of franchise, gifts of myrrh, gifts of gold, some particular gifts that we have been trying our best to find the right place where we will have an experience of our gift being given to the world, given to the right people, given to the one who needs it most. Herod didn't need the gift of gold and Frankenstein to marry. So Herod couldn't appreciate it. Herod wanted to take away the life of the king, the new king, the born king to save his people. He wasn't concerned about what the wise men carried. But you carry something. You have a gift that's within you that someone is concerned about, that someone needs. That gift, that's when you arrived to the person that needs it, you bow and worship and say that, here's my gift for you. Because when God gives us a purpose and a vision and a gift that is kept within us, it becomes like a burden which we need to offload and be relieved of. Some people have sleepless nights where they are not able to sleep because they feel that the dream that, that they have been entrusted from God is too great, that they cannot have a sleep because they desire to work on that dream always, to see it to fruition, to cause it to manifest. Others too have been able to cause their dream 
to come into manifestation. They followed all that they need to follow, but they ended up at the wrong house or the wrong kingdom or the wrong palace or the wrong castle, like Harold's place. So right now they feel confused that is it where the Lord is leading me to. But if we have to take our eyes and when we pray and God allows us to take our eyes off the man who directed us into Harold's palace and come back to our own place and into our own prayer room and say, Father, direct me again. Then we cast our eyes not to anywhere but to the star. And the star is no other star than Jesus, which brights and is a shining light that shines upon our path. And say, Jesus, redirect me again. Redirect me again. And as we re are redirected to the path that Christ is, eventually we shall find not only Jesus Christ who will need of the gifts that you carry, but others also who are there who need the gifts, like the Mother Mary and the Father Joseph. They who need their gifts. They will be blessed by the gifts. But what gift do you bring? Does your gift give honor or your gift stirs up anger? So as I said, there in the Bible, we saw that Cain brought gifts and Abel also brought gifts. But God was pleased with the gifts of Abel than the gift of Cain. So you should know that not all gifts are celebrated. And we should know why not all gifts are celebrated. Gifts that are done for self are not celebrated. You feel that I'm doing it for myself. But whilst you need to do it for others to benefit, it's like creating something or building a house for your likeness. But without informing or asking, would this please the one who stays there? So we go by our own imagination and measurement to do things for ourselves. But we should be able to ask, does this really please the Lord? Would this really honor the Lord? Would this help the person that I'm giving this gift to?
Solomon went out of his way. Yes, he was rich. Yes, he was worthy. But he went excessive. He went out of his way to sacrifice burnt offering. He painted. Burning it means that he never took what needs to be eaten. He burnt it. Sometimes when there are gifts, we give gifts, we give with an interest. We give with an interest that we may gain something. But sometimes the best gift is a gift that we give without having anything in return. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave him as a gift. He gave away his son forever to us as a gift. That we who believe in him shall have eternal life. What are you giving? That you may not count as a loss. Or you may not count as a cost. The widow gave all that she had. We are not talking about how big or how small. That you gave out of a place of heart. But the same instance that I look as the wise man marched forward, came to Jesus. They came to find him. They came to worship him. They came to honor him with their kids. I believe that was the same way that one day we will stand before our Savior, Jesus Christ. By, that, by then, he will not be a baby, but he will be the king. And he is the king and the ruler and the judge. We will stand before him with our gifts. And the word of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13 says, And I read, Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. On this day, the Lord will reveal our true intentions. The Lord will reveal what we gave in the sight of men as gifts. The Lord will reveal it and test it. Every man's gift will be tested. And what gift do you actually bring? Is it a gift full of love or a gift to show off? This reminds me of a man that I've not met before, a man that I've read about. His name is Donald Anthony, that mostly he's got done. Don loved God. He served at this church, First Baptist Church. He gave, he was a prayer warrior. 
He spoke to people about Jesus. He visited people. He prayed for people. And one of the most founding things I read was that he made a lot of benches. Benches in the hundreds and in the thousands, where little ones, where adults will sit and they will experience God and share God. A man who gives out of a heart will give more than once. He didn't do it once. He didn't do it twice. He didn't do it about 10 times. He did more than 100 times and even to a thousand times. Making benches where people will sit, where people will stay and commune with the Lord and share God's word. So I come back to you. Don't who rest in the perfect peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did this. So that we may see that even though our gift may be done today, but it leaves on to serve many generations. Even though the gift that God gave us was Jesus Christ, a one-time gift. But up to today, many generations are being saved. Many generations experience the love of God. Many generations experience the power of God. Many generations experience who Jesus is and who God is and who the Holy Spirit is through Jesus Christ. And even when Jesus was done and was gone, he also gave us a gift, the Holy Spirit. May our gifts not be just gifts, but may our gifts be eternal and live on forever. What gifts do you bring to the table? What gift do you bring to God? Is there a gift to honor God? Is there a gift worth serving generations? When we talk about gifts, we don't only talk the gift of money, no. But the gift of time, the gift of prayer, the gift of a smile, the gift of encouragement, and maybe the gift of money. And the gift of God. The gift of sharing God's word. The gift of visitation to the homeless, to those in the hospital, to those in the prison. Whatever your gift is, may it honor God. And may it be a blessing unto many people who come into contact with your gifts. So that in the days of the end, our gifts may not fail. Our gifts will pass through the fire and they will stand strong and it shall be said of the Lord, I love this gift. I'm pleased 
about your gifts. And may the gifts within you, your purpose, the treasures within you come out to serve generations and let many people be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want to present the greatest gift of all to you. If you are out there and you've not received Christ Jesus, or maybe you've received him and there's some going forth and back and you're not certain on him, I want to pray with you today. Just place your hands on your heart. And I'll pray with you. Then we pray. Then say, Father Lord, I pray for all those who have placed their hands on their hearts. Father, it just symbolizes that we need Jesus. And we are accepting as our Lord and Savior. He came to die for us. This is the greatest gift that He's given to us. The gift of Christ. To come and stay within us. To come and stay with us. And to be our Lord and our Father, our brother, our King, as our Her, our joint Her in Christ Jesus. That we may have liberty. That we may experience you. That we may know you more. Grant us this eternal gift. That we may gain the eternal life. And that you shall be with us in this life. Then that we shall do the work of God. Preaching and living out our purpose. To serve you and serve mankind. Bless us, O God. Give us the strength and empower us in these times. And may we always fellowship with the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the sweet Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. I know for now my sins have been washed away. He's made them all and I'm saved by Him. I'm a new creation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone at the sound of my voice that we thank you for the gifts that you've given us. And I pray that you shall give us gifts that will honor you. And you shall help us discipline ourselves not to use gifts for our own self, but to use gifts to serve you and the people that you bring our way. And there's a reason why you've given us that gift, not only for ourselves, but for special people. May we reach out to them. May they find us. May we find them. May they be pleased. May they be blessed by our gifts. And may they rejoice in you and experience you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And protect us, O oh God. Protect our gifts. May it not disappear. But may it be celebrated. May it bring peace and joy celebration and may change our generation and may it say and may it be said and I decree and declare because of your gift many people are blessed and many people know God and many people are serving God in the mighty name of Jesus Amen Amen I'm glad that you were able to stay and listen to this and I hope that you are blessed I say, say a prayer for me always.
and pray for the mission and the vision and the work of God. Amen. Stay blessed forever in Christ. Amen.